And welcome to the shop. This is the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette Sports uh, Podcast. Thanks for being here. Got one week of the football playoffs out of the way. Now we're on to week two. So let's kind of recap a little bit of what we had last week. We had Bentonville West, Bentonville High, both destroyed by week. They absolutely mercy ruled them. Shutouts, both both of those, Henry. Yeah, they were they were done well before even halftime. So yeah, no. ab- absolutely. So. Uh, Actually, Bentonville West and Bentonville uh, High got buys in the first week, so that was good for them. Got a little rest up for the uh, little bumps and bruises, things like that, so they are ready to go for round two. But let's go ahead and take a look back at the first round of the playoffs. So we had Fort Smith Southside come up to Springdale and got a 35-28 win. I was at that game, and, um, you know, it's just a, a, a case of Southside's defense, which had kind of been maligned all year and kind of, you know, had, hadn't put up good numbers. But when they had to make stops in the second half Friday night against Springdale, they came through with the stops, and they were able to uh, take advantage of it and uh, keep Springdale. Only had one touchdown second half, and that came after a long fumble return that got them to the ball at the uh, 10-yard line. They punched it in, but other than that, Southside dominated that second half. So that was that game. Uh, the rest of the 7A West, uh, Fayetteville, got a big win. They went uh, hosted Catholic, and uh, as we thought that they would, they rolled rolled uh, to a big win in that one. Darius Bowers, I think, had 37 touchdown passes in that game or, or something like that. Uh, but they uh, beat Catholic 45-17. Rogers High and Van Buren, not so much, Paul. Not at all, not at all. Had a t- tough road for both of those teams. We kind of thought that they'd probably have a hard time against really, really good opponents, but good seasons by both those teams. They did, and how about Northside? You know, they, uh, you know, they had lost three in a row before they, you know, played Southside in that season in the regular season uh, ender. Got a big win against Southside, then they used that momentum, and they absolutely dominated Van Buren Friday night, thirty-five-zero. Absolutely. You know, Northside, we talked about them a good chunk of the year. You know, the win to start the, start the season against Greenwood catches everybody's eye, of course. And we're like, man, their defense is something. Then they had a little dip in the midseason, you know, where we're kind of like, what's what's going on with those guys? But, uh, again, like you said, a big, big win over their rivals, uh, took that momentum into the playoffs. We'll see what they got for this next week. Now, this week in the second round, you got Fort Smith Southside. They're going to be making that trip up to North Little Rock. Uh, that'll be a tough one, won't it, Henry? Uh, the the easiest part of that game will be possibly the trip from Interstate 40 from Fort Smith to North Little Rock. Mm. Uh, North Little Rock is a buzzsaw. When they you are. get they, uh, that strong backfield of uh, Tyler Day, Oscar Attaway, and Robert Thomas, and then got a good running quarterback as well in the sophomore Cotton, uh, it's got the feeling for a long night for – Southside once they get to North Little Rock. That's going to be a tough one, no question about that. Now, a team also going to be facing tough tests Friday night will be Bentonville West. Of course, they were off last week because they had gotten the number two seed in the in the West, in the seven A West. They get to host Conway. Conway is nine and two. Keith Fimple's done a great job up there with the Wampus Cats with only two losses. Henry, what do you think about that one? It's going to be a shootout. Let's let's put it that way. This was a shootout last year. Uh, it's a a repeat of last year's second round playoff game in which Conway won 48 to 40 and it was just a case where there was a fumble early in the game that West had Conway recovered it and scored a touchdown to get the advantage and West just never could catch up uh, this year uh, West can't afford to get behind they can't they absolutely can't you got Bentonville will be at home Friday night I'll be at that game they're going to be hosting Northside that should be a pretty good game Bentonville of course coming off of a bye week they've won seven in a row 
um, after starting the season 0-3. They'll take on Northside. Northside's won two in a row that we talked about, so uh, could be a good game there. But we have saved the best for last in the 7A this week, Fayetteville at Bryant. This is a rematch of the week three matchup when Fayetteville went down to Bryant. Fayetteville jumped out to a huge lead in that game. 21-0. I mean, they hit, they smacked Bryant right in the mouth. But Bryant shook it off like a good heavyweight fighter would. They shook it off and uh, uh, got up off the mat and came back and took a lead on Fayetteville. And then Fayetteville actually won it there at the end of the game. But that was the game that Darius Bowers went down with a knee injury late in that game. Of course, Bowers missed a couple of games there after that. Um, but they were able to kind of survive it. Uh, lost a couple of, couple of games, but they, they, they were able to, to hang in there. Got that three seed in the 7A West. Now they go back to Bryant. Henry, what do you think about that game? And if my memory serves me correct, this is, a, an, again, one of these uh, repeat playoff games that Bryant and Fayetteville played last year ended up being a one-point Bryant win. You know, you always have to wonder about those when teams meet the second time around. What's it actually going to be like? Yeah, yeah. Well, Fayetteville is, uh, seems like they're at full strength. they got Bo Stuckey is back. Of course, Connor Flanagan's had a tremendous season. 92 catches, 1,500 yards for him, and 18 receiving touchdowns. Those were all school records that he established Friday night in that big win um, against Catholic. So, 1,500 receiving, 18 touchdowns, 92 catches in a season. Uh, well, that's a that's a, a career. That that's a that's a team uh, number for a lot of teams that, that uh, you know, that uh, out there. And for him to do that by himself, is that's incredible. So let's go to the 6A. Greenwood, of course, got a bye last week. And uh, they will host Searcy, a team that uh, outscored Siloam Springs last week in a 49-42 win. Searcy's going to make that long trip to Greenwood. I don't see Searcy going back home with the win on that one. Uh, I got a feeling it's a long trip back to Searcy. Uh, you know, Greenwood – such a such an outstanding offensive and defensive football team you know if if Cersei you know they they allowed 42 to Salem Springs last week so I just don't believe that bodes well against Greenwood I think I think uh, Peyton Holt will have a pretty big game against Cersei on Friday night going to 5A Harrison as expected they rolled uh in their opener playoff opener uh, over Whitehall 49 to 7 but it wasn't all about Gabe Husky was it Henry No it wasn't in fact uh, Whitehall was intent they were going to load the box and said uh Gabe Husky you aren't going to beat us and but the problem is, is Harrison has a nice little one two punch Ben Johnson stepped in there ran for two touchdowns threw for two touchdowns and talking to um Harrison coach Joel Wells after the game he said yeah we noticed they were going to box they were going to load up and still even loading up Gabe Husky still had 140 yards rushing on 23 carries off night for him yeah but Ben Johnson uh when he had to uh he he actually had 100 yards in the first half rushing but then he took a sack in the third quarter dropped him below 100 and he ended up with 98 that messed up that average but but still he threw for 120 something yards in the two touchdowns and said hey uh, and Joel Wells said after the game, he says, we're more than a one-man show. He says, we've got some other guys out there that can do stuff when we need them to. Well, they will host Win this week. Win comes in at 7-4, uh, Harrison at 11-0. So that'll be a that'll be a good one up uh, in Harrison for sure. 4A, the 4A one, Paul, they, they took it on the chin hard Friday night in that first round. Shiloh Christian was the only one left standing. 
Hey, you know, the Saints had a had a nice night. I know uh, talking with Jeff Conaway yesterday, they, they were able to jump up 21-0 pretty quickly in 35 at halftime and, and pretty well cruised. He was pretty pleased with how his team played all around in, in every phase of the game. Well, the 4A4 did a little bit better. Of course, Ozark got a first-round bye, so – so they, you know, will play in the second round. But looking looking at the other teams, you had Dardanelle with the win against Jonesboro Westside. That didn't wasn't a runaway, 31-22, so it was a pretty close game. Uh, Mina got a big win over Gentry, 31-7. So the 4A4 did a little bit better than the 4A1. The 4A1 of the five teams that got in, Shiloh Christian, the only one that's left. So uh, moving on, Shiloh Christian this week, they will be at home again. They'll be hosting Mina. Now, Mina's a team that we know can put up, put points up on the board. They defeated Elkins earlier this year. I think it was like 49-46 or it was a you know crazy wild scoring game. So we know Mina can put points on the board. We know Shiloh can put points on the board. So that should be a good one, Henry. Yeah, it should because, like I said, they can put up the points. Um, Mina just coming off a win over Gentry. So they're a little bit familiar with the 4A1. And there's also that familiarity that uh, – of assistant coaches and former friends, you never know what happens. That's right. Paul, you talked to Coach Conway this week, and he mentioned that the MENA defensive coordinator used to be on his staff. Uh, Greg Tibbett was uh, was with him actually before he came, to, you know, actually a little bit before he even came to Shallow Christian, and he came with him to Shallow Christian, Greg Tibbett. He was his defensive coordinator for a year and, his, and then his offensive line coach for a year is now in his third season at, at MENA. So this could be interesting. Now, Lone Oak will come in. Lone Oak, Lone Oak beat Prairie Grove in the opener, playoff opener last week. Had one back, or quarterback had 245 yards rushing and another back had 145 yards. So they are a team that runs the ball well. I talked to Coach uh, Jeremy Burns earlier this week, and uh, you know that their run game is something that obviously is a concern for him. So that'll be a good one down at Ozark. They'll get to host that one. Shallow Christian, of course, hosting Mina. That'll be a good one. Now, I'll tell you another one in the 4A to watch. It'll be a good game Friday night. It's not any of our teams, but Boxite at Nashville. That could be a really good game in 4A Friday night. These two teams just played just a couple of weeks ago, and the game went into overtime. Yeah, absolutely you know, did. And you always hope that the sequels will be better than the first one, but you never know. Sometimes the sequels – can tend to stink as well. And also on 4A Friday night, you got a rematch of last year's state championship game, Arkadelphia at Warren. So that'll be one. Of course, Warren, um, you know, is they've, they've, you know, their star player's gone down and uh, with a knee injury. So um, you know that'll that's make, makes them a different team. Um, I've absolutely gone blank on his name, uh, Tra- Traylon Burks. Um, he uh, he's he's apparently done for the season. So. Um, that certainly makes Warren a, a completely different team. Uh, I want to give some props, though, to Pete Ridge. Now, they did lose Friday night in overtime, but this, this game was a 0-0 zero, zero game um, for four quarters with West Helena. Um, and, uh, you know, this was a team that had put 61 points on the board the week before against Warren. So, Pete Ridge defense, you know, played outstanding. Well, both teams' defense played outstanding. Uh, but uh, – um, Helena was able to get that one in overtime and, and knock Pete Ridge out of the playoffs. But props to Pete Ridge, and um, they you know, apparently played a heck of a game, especially defensively, played a great game. Uh, 3A, of course, Boonville, you know, the number one team in 3A, you know, they had no problem. They absolutely rolled over Baptist Prep 49-0. But, Paul, I'm going to take it over to you. How about those Mansfield Tigers? Hey, I'll tell you what, enjoyed my time down there in Mansfield to watch a heck of a ball game between them and Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne – uh, really was able to put up, uh, you know, both teams put up a lot of points. 21-20 at halftime, uh, 
Mansfield is ahead, and we're like, wow, we've had 40 points and a half. We're going to have just a shootout. Well, the second half, no. Uh, we had one touchdown in the entire Mansfield second half. Mansfield scored it, yep. And Mansfield scored it, and uh, the the Red Tigers defense uh, pitched a shutout in the second half. Great job by them. Uh, quarterback Ethan Stovall threw for two, ran for two. About 350 total uh, offense. Uh, and his uh, the one score in the second half was about a 44-yard run by him with about a minute left, which was interesting because uh, we were up in the press box going, well, did they score too quickly? Because they left them a little bit of time. But Mansfield's defense did a great job holding on downs. And, well, holding, they were able to – There was going. they tried a little trickeration there late with a little hook and lateral. Oh, they didn't, they didn't do the uh, the subway uh, – I mean, sorry, the firehouse subs, a ladder? No, this would be a hook and lateral. Uh, well, that. but uh, he hit the guy as he was trying to pitch it, and it turns into a fumble, uh, and they have to dive on it just to keep it. But time runs out before they can get back to the line of scrimmage. So Sounds like it was a great game. So you'll have uh, this week hosting Lamar – they they had they had a hard fought game against Atkins and I think Henry you thought that was going to be a close game. I really did on that one and of course, you know, you mentioned Lamar and Atkins. You mentioned my roots. I grew up in that area and I know what Atkins football is like and um, and now with Josh Jones at Lamar, how he has built that program and these two teams were former conference opponents just sure. last year, so yep. they knew each other quite well. And I predicted, yeah, that this would be a close one in a barn burner. Sure enough, it was. And it was. And Lamar uh, Lamar took a lead in this game at halftime. And then Atkins came back in the third quarter. Lamar had to had to rally in the fourth quarter but to get the win. So, Lamar, and then they get to host again this week. So, they're going to host Harding Academy, the team that knocked Greenland out last week. So, it'll be Harding Academy at Lamar on Friday night. Now, just got off the phone not long ago with Coach Jones over at Lamar. And Harding Academy's knocked – Lamar out of the playoffs in two of the last six years. But those were both road games for Lamar. So we'll see how hosting a playoff game on Friday night, how that will be for them. But that will be a big one for them. Of course, Boonville will be at home. They've got home field advantage throughout the playoffs. They'll be hosting Walnut Ridge on Friday night. So Boonville Bearcats will be uh, be back in action on their home field. Uh, Clinton will be at home. This could be a good game. Clinton, they, they we thought Charleston would give them a good game. Boy, we could not have been wronger on that one. Clinton 49-0. So, but Clinton will get Prescott this week at home. That'll be a good game. Prescott comes in 10 and 1, so that'll be one of the top games in 3A um, for sure um, this week. And then uh, we'll also have uh, you know some other good games going on in 2A. Uh, Magazine got a big win. How about the uh, the Rattlers of Magazine got a 26-6 win over Carlisle, the Carlisle Bison or Buffalo or what? Bison. The Bison uh, got a big win there, 26-6. So for the 2A four. That's a, that was a good win for the 2A4 there. Hector, of course, had a first-round bye. Mountainburg got a big win at home against Parker's Chapel. So another win for the 2A4 there. So three teams from the 2A4 are still alive. Magazine goes to Foreman Friday night. That will be a tough game for Magazine, no question about that. Uh, but not any tougher than Magazine. Than, I'm sorry, Mountainburg going to Junction City. Not only is that a long trip, but usually not a successful trip. You know, you talk about Junction City, we're talking right on the Louisiana border. In fact, uh, their district is drawn in a way where they actually get some kids from Louisiana into that school district. And Junction City, they know how to play not only football, they know how to play championship football. They have got a few state titles under their belt. Uh, 
even when uh, David Carpenter stepped down uh, just not too long ago, assistant came right in and they kept right on rolling. They uh, they adopted the philosophy: if it ain't broke, you know, don't try to fix it. And they just they just keep on keeping on down there. That's so that, but that'll be the dragons against the dragons. So. So that'll be that'll be good. Uh, that'll be be uh, for you Game of Thrones uh, fans. That might be <laughs> that might be a good one. So that's our high school football wrap for the for this week. Uh, again, be sure and uh, catch all the all our coverage this week in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Uh, don't forget that we'll have uh, full playoff previews and capsules and notes packages and things like that. Also, don't forget tomorrow Wednesday, um, maybe today. I'm not sure when we get this posted, but either today, uh, either tomorrow or today, whichever one. Uh, if you're not confused by that, I know I am. But anyway, it's first day of National Signing Day for non-football. And we've got about 40 uh, Northwest Arkansas area athletes who will be signing letters of intent with colleges tomorrow. A lot of them uh, we're signing with Arkansas, including Blake Adams over at Harbor, uh, Spring Hill Harbor. He is signing for baseball with Arkansas. If you remember, Blake led Harbor to the state championship last spring in baseball. He's a good, solid right-handed pitcher that will be a big addition to uh, Dave Van Horn's staff, so he's one of the signings. Marquisha Davis over at Springdale High School signing a letter of intent to play basketball for Mike Neighbors. Uh, Paul, you've had a chance to see her and, and the Arkansas women. What kind of a contribution do you think she'll make to that program? I, I think they're looking forward to seeing her on campus next year. I think they believe that she can she, – she's one of the things that can help them get better. I mean, that's the thing I, I hear from uh, Mike Neighbors is we're building and we're, we're going to continue to get better and better and – uh, getting kids like her from from this area uh, will will also help the program. We have kids signing with I think Henry. You have a, one of the Bentonville kids, or maybe West signing signing with Notre Dame. I can't remember what sport. Bentonville there. West. It's softball. Alex McManus is going to sign with softball. Uh, they've got a baseball player. Well, one of my kind of personal favorites, Joey Aiden. He's going to be signing with Ohio State. Ohio State, the Buckeyes, the mm-hmm. Ohio State. Yeah, I I don't kind of like you know. <laughs> So a lot of big signings tomorrow. Congratulations to all those kids. We'll have coverage of, of all the signings tomorrow, both in print uh, and online. Uh, we'll be constantly updating that throughout the day on all these uh, all these great athletes who are signing on that day. Most of them will sign on Wednesday. We have some that will trickle over to Thursday, some Friday, maybe some next week. So Wednesday is the first day that they can sign. Um, but not everyone will sign that day. So, uh, but anyway, be sure and, uh, and pick up a copy of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette or check out our coverage online at nwadg.com. So that's it for this week's edition of The Shop, and we will catch you somewhere out on a field, a court, got basketball going on now, a court or swimming pool or wherever. We will, uh, we will catch you out at one of those venues. Thanks for uh, listening to us.